When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sit in friends in the morning, 77 WABC. That's a great tune, baby. The Cure. Pictures of you on your rainy Wednesday. It's raining hard out there. But the weather, I believe, is supposed to improve. Got some tennis in tonight, and then it's supposed to be gorgeous. I believe from, like, tomorrow through next week, right through Labor Day. Sunny 80s. So we got a nice end-of-summer weekend coming up. All right, 933. Let's go to my friend. He's a star on Fox News, but... He really is one of the best doctors in New York City. I can tell you that because my family's gone to him. And that's my dear friend, Dr. Mark Siegel. Siegs, good Wednesday morning, buddy. How are you? I'm great. Yeah, I've been seeing you on TV a lot, by the way. I'm I'm sending you uh, my favorite hair dermatologist now. We're going to, both of us are going to, are going <laughs> to, next thing, next time you see us, we're going to have red hair. No, not me. I'm good just like this. I, I, I was doing good there for a while. I was doing Kill Me. Jesse Waters, Lawrence Jones. But what's funny is uh, the last, I don't know, year or so, I do more movie stuff and TV drama stuff than I do news shows. That's okay. You're great at it. And whenever there's a, a big issue with COVID, I make sure I catch you. So we spoke By about way, this. Sid, I think you're going to be used more and more in gangster movies. And I'm wondering why that is. Is it because you're buff? Or is it because you're threatening or because you it looks like somebody you're somebody that somebody could make a deal with? What is it? It's all three. <laughs> <laughs> Plus I know the real guys. But uh <laughs> on, a, on a serious note, anytime exactly. there's a COVID story, I go to you. And you and I talked about this two weeks ago when it was preliminary what I was hearing. Now I'm hearing it's just about a beta complete that mask mandates and and even uh, an eventual lockdown, that they are coming. It's not maybe, it's not probably, they are coming. What are you hearing? Well, first of all, that isn't what I was hearing from the CDC, and I have my inside sources. But the CDC doesn't actually control government policy, by the way. They They just put out recommendations that then get used by governments to basically pummel their citizenry, right? So I, the CDC isn't saying that, but that doesn't mean it won't happen. But the, the word for that would be insanity, insanity, not learning from our mistakes. You know, public health is about learning from your mistakes, about learning something and carrying it forward. We got a virus here that's not going away anytime soon. It's milder than it was. We got more immunity than we have before. We, we found out 
that masks, and I've been saying this for three years, don't actually get worn properly. Oh, now my God. I, I mean, I just had dinner with, with this couple, uh, Jack and Lily, and it was in Broad Channel Saturday night. And this this lady, by the way, is to the right of me. She's a big-time conservative. But she, I was telling her, I go, you know, when COVID started, they had my picture up in my building in New York City. This is a true story because I knew from day one they were lying and even though I know people were dying, I don't want to sound insensitive, I refused to comply. And I knew the masks weren't working. And she whipped into me, you're wrong. She's like, why do you think doctors wear masks when they perform surgery in the hospital? Of course masks work. I'm like, but I saw studies that said they didn't. So did they or did they not work? By the way, you're on an FBI most wanted list now because of that photo. (laughs) Luckily, you're down towards the bottom. I I don't think you have to worry. They're not going to get to you for a while. They're they're tied up with all this stuff against presidents and former presidents. (laughs) Here's the the real story about masks. It's actually complicated. First of all, they do not work unless you wear them properly. Number two, nobody taught anybody to wear them properly, so that's about 80%. I used to say, and I bring the joke back that people wearing a mask around their chin it says democrat on it on the mask Uh, surgical masks don't work at all and cloth masks don't work at all and cloth masks are the only masks that don't have plastic on them that actually can influence your lung health and long-term cancer risk that's according to a new study from south korea so there's a downside to constant mask use I think the KN95s and the N95s do work to some extent, but I find even myself, Sid, and you're going to laugh at me, I wear them in the doctor's office still, but I find I'm taking them off to talk to people. Of course. Yeah, no, no, no. Listen, I have hearing aid issues as it is. I'm going to see the doctor right after the show. When you're talking to me with a mask on and I can't help read your – I can't hear what the hell you're talking about. It's actually, it's actually disrespectful because I can't hear what the hell you're saying. Take your mask off. At least I can read your lips. And I also heard all those months that the carbon dioxide that we continue to breathe right back in because the mask was blocking it, that wasn't healthy either. Is that not true? That's true. And then there's people with asthma and there's people with allergies. And and the, the best of all was that people that back these mandates all took their masks off immediately as soon as the mandate ended, which showed you it was a political maneuver. If it was medical, why would you not just gradually uh, but, but, take By the way, b- before it ended, they took it off. Gavin Newsom at a Dodger game. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Pelosi at the, at the uh, beauty salon in San Francisco. COVID was still going strong. They already took those things off. They all the lied. Was, the the best was the president when he wore a mask to talk into a microphone and then took it off to lean forward and talk to somebody <laughs> without it on. <laughs> but and yet and yet they I mean, and what they did to our kids. I mean, Dr. Mark, I'm sorry. Well, so that's coming back, too. I thought we already dispelled the myth of of remote learning being possible. I don't think a five-year-old could learn remotely. I don't think a five-year-old could could learn with a mask on. And by the way, I talked to my most trusted child psychiatrist in the country. He's in, he's in Chicago in the middle of the pandemic. I'll never forget. I'll say, do you, do you think five-year-olds actually wear masks properly? And he said, I've never seen one that does actually, not one. So you go, you go to a school where there's mask mandates. Not, nobody's wearing the mask. Well, the properly. bigger problem for me. Opening but, a window. But, open a window. Right. But the bigger problem for me with the kids was less about the mask mandates and more about the absolute fact that we knew early on, early on, that kids were not getting sick and dying from COVID. It was 
overwhelmingly older people and even more overwhelmingly people with comorbidities, not little kids. They didn't die yeah, from this. We, we had studies from Australia ahead of us, studies from Europe ahead of us, and then studies from our own Duke University here in the United States that prove once and for all that you spread less COVID with schools open. Period. Because what is a school? It's a place where kids are being observed. If they're out in the community, they're going out to a restaurant or a ball field, and much more risk they're going to spread it. And we haven't even mentioned the tremendous harm that was done to kids. I actually, I actually understood it when I understood the teachers' unions were running the show because I understood that all they cared about was protecting their teachers, and their teachers were working remotely, and they loved it. They loved it. You could have a salami sandwich while you're, you know, teaching. And nobody ah, even knows if you're wearing pants or I not. Mean, Oh, it's more than that. I mean, these scumbags, Mo Grew and Randy Weingarten, that witch, it was more than just uh, keeping their teachers happy. A lot of people made a lot of bank, and uh, those low lives couldn't care less what happened to our kids or even their teachers. How can they be bringing it back? Didn't didn't we we, uh, publicize this point enough years ago? What's What's this about closing schools now? What is that? What do you mean? We're actually closing schools now? Yes, in certain areas they're going remote already. That's right. You you said, you know, we're faced with mask mandates. I mean, I'm not even as concerned about that as about going back to a remote situation, period. And I'm hearing about that in certain counties around the country, in Kentucky for one, certain areas. And, And I'm definitely worried about that in blue states. Well, here's what you need to do, Siegs. You're a big shot, and deservedly so. You're a brilliant doctor, and you work at NYU. It doesn't get bigger than that. you got to get your friends from Columbia Presbyterian, also one of the best hospitals in the world, quite frankly, Cornell, all these places. And uh, you, you specifically need to have a mask-burning ceremony and do it on Fox News so they can see these. I'm being serious about this. These prominent doctors like Dr. This is Mark brilliant, actually. This is brilliant. I kind of like bra burning better, by the way. But I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, we can do that on the weekend, you and I. But Oh, there you go. All right, we'll do that on the weekend. No, but, but what good is it if a guy See, I'm a rebel anyway, so when I go out there, like I just said before you came on, do not comply. Don't comply. If they come back with any of this stuff, you know, like Curtis goes to jail three times a week, go to jail. Do not comply. But if I say it, I'm just a jerky radio guy. If Dr. Mark Siegel says it, that holds a lot of weight. Would you actually recommend to people don't comply? Yeah, because I don't believe in mandates. I believe that people should make decisions by talking to me or by talking to you. I don't know about talking to you, but talking to me for sure. <laughs> right. Talking to you, you get a lot of wise life guidance, <laughs> life guidance. But talk to me about whether I think you need a shot or a mask or what the risk is or what the virus looks like now or whether people are being hospitalized or who's at risk and who isn't. And You know, one of the things we did wrong in this country big time, and it's just a tell, I call it a tell, that the public health – the public health messaging and, and thinking was all skewed up, all screwed up, was that we didn't allow that when you just had COVID, you could go back to work or you could go back to school. That was the really awful. And people lost their jobs because of that. But they had immunity from COVID. And a lot of people got COVID and got immunity, and that never got accepted. And it's still an issue. How much do you believe in this long COVID stuff? My wife actually believes that my daughter, Ava, may be suffering from long COVID. How do you feel about long COVID? 
I think it's real, but I think that it was much more of an issue with earlier iterations of this. I think lately it's much less so because all the immunity you have built up from vaccines, from prior COVID, decreases your risk of it. But it could be real. But here's the good news for your daughter. You should have her call me, by the way. She's a lovely kid. Thank you. But Thank but, you. but it, it will wear off in most cases. And, and I'm I'm mainly worried about concentration issues. That's what That's what I'm worried about. And that's... That's something that should get better over time. One more, about a minute to go, and uh, this is all about awareness. So uh, you love me, I love you. My uh, former partner, God rest his soul, love you too. You love Tim Bernard. He's almost gone a year. October 5th, he'll be gone a year. And uh, we got our uh, big celebration coming up September the 7th. Once again, we're going to honor Bernard. And we know the story. Two years ago, Bernard went to the doctor, had a very, very high PSA count. I mean, extremely high. And for the better part of a year, year and a half, did nothing about it. And then he uh, ended up with prostate cancer and was dead in less than a year. And I, people tell me all the time that he didn't die in vain because people listen to the show. They still love him. They still miss him. And now they make sure they go to the doctor. So for especially men uh, out there listening right now, if they haven't done it yet, your prostate, how important to get it done? And what's the age? Well, so this is extremely important. I'll tell you something. I'm not replaced by robots yet. They're working on that with artificial (laughs) intelligence. But until then, I want to tell you what I think of screening tests. You do them. You know, a lot of our organizations like the U.S. Preventative Task Force, oh, people overreact to that. No, they don't. Doctors know what what they're doing, get numbers, and figure out what to do. If you have a high PSA, I promise you I'm going to act on it. Does it mean you automatically get a biopsy? No, you may get an MRI. You get seen by a specialist. This number, the prostate-specific antigen, is hugely important to me. I start to check it over the age of 45. I check it even younger in black men because they're at higher risk. This is extremely important, this number, this screening, the idea that there's, a lo- the, that there's a lot of prostate cancer out there, that it's treatable and it's curable. And, and Bernie was, was a great, great human being. And, and I, I'm so glad you say a lesson to people out there to get screening. By the way, colonoscopies, too. A pain in the neck getting getting the prep, colonoscopy, we get a direct visualization of the colon. Mammograms, colonoscopies, prostate screening save so many lives. You do too. Dr. Mark Siegel, I love you to pieces, man. Another great conversation. Thank you as always for coming on. We'll do it again very soon. Thank you, good buddy. Thanks, Sid. The Knicks are coming, and they better do better than the baseball teams, I'll tell you. Oh, what a miserable year for that, huh? They may, they may, for the first time ever, the Mets and Yankees may come in last place. First time ever in the same season. By the way, this great conversation with Dr. Mark Siegel was brought to you by my dear friend Pete Morgan, listening right now. Peerless Boilers, check them out today, peerlessboilers.com, paviliontankless.com. They do build the world's best boilers.